Hello faithful listener and welcome to another edition of BBFB with me Nick. Today I'm looking at the first issue in a mini-series called Birds of Prey, Batgirl, Catwoman, which was published in 2003. The writer is John Francis Moore, who's worked on Batman Houdini The Devil's Workshop, and the artist is Derek Robertson, who's worked on certain Justice League books. As we go back to Batgirl's progress through her crime-fighting career, let's see how she does up against the morally ambiguous and infamous Catwoman. Catwoman, I presume? Well, well. Look what the bat dragged in. Give up. I've caught you. Caught me? At what? Returning to the scene of your crime. Look, Batgirl, is it? Bats are just mice with wings, little girl. The reader is introduced to a young Batgirl, rife with self-doubt and fearing rejection from those she holds in high esteem. Barbara Gordon is terrified of failure. Uncertain whether she should reveal her secret identity to her father or how to proceed should she decide to tell him, Barbara throws herself into the investigation of the murder of Elizabeth McKay, a woman whose decaying body Batgirl accidentally stumbled on while apprehending a criminal. Her investigation leads her to the Ninth Circle, a particularly seedy nightclub found in the Arcadian district. It is here that she runs into an old high school acquaintance named Valerie Luton, who disappeared in her junior year. Valerie had run away from a tragic home life then, and didn't seem to be doing much better now. Their conversation is brief as Valerie is approached by a gothic guy. Barbara returns to her investigation of the woman murdered by electrocution. She soon turns up a witness who tells her that on the night of her disappearance, Elizabeth McKay left the club with a creep known to the clubgoers as the Vampire, the same individual that Valerie just left with. Meanwhile, Selina Kyle is searching for a new heist. She finds one in Ryder Burnham, a philanthropist confined to a wheelchair after a tragic accident left him without the use of his legs. Careful investigation has revealed that Ryder Burnham's family has a dirty secret. His father stole European art from certain museums and private collections during World Wars I and II. So despite his charitable facade, Ryder Jr. has never made an attempt to return the stolen art or share it with the world. This is what makes Ryder Burnham such an excellent target. The art is stolen and he knows it, so he can't exactly report it missing once Catwoman relieves him of it. Catwoman's plans are interrupted when a terrified Valerie Luton runs screaming from Ryder's bedroom. Catwoman is shocked to note that Ryder is following Luton on foot. Though she feels pity for the girl, there is a score to be made, and Catwoman resolves to ignore the situation until Ryder grabs the girl, sending electric volts coursing excruciatingly through her body. Selina Kyle's human side gets the best of her and she rescues Valerie. Batgirl and Catwoman cross paths when Catwoman arrives at Valerie Luton's apartment to retrieve her wallet so the girl can safely leave town. The vampire is waiting and Batgirl and Catwoman join forces to defeat him. Realising that Ryder Burnham must be brought to justice and contemplating another more personal agenda, Catwoman suggests an alliance. Although Batgirl is sceptical, she goes along with the idea and the two join forces to take down the murderer. The second issue in the series, Catwoman Oracle, picks up the stories years later, where Oracle's current interest is in a string of crimes reportedly committed by a woman in a cat suit. Realising that the crimes were uncharacteristically violent for Catwoman, Oracle does a bit of investigating and discovers that each of the crimes has one thing in common. Every person or place targeted has some kind of link to Ryder Burnham. Once again, the two women reluctantly join forces against a common foe. If this is a trick, Catwoman, no trick. I just wanted to tell you how impressed I was with you last night. You're smart, and you're fast, 
I thought maybe you'd like to work together. Okay, on one condition. If you're lying to me and I find out, you'll give yourself up. Deal. I felt that this story was an intriguing tale. It offers the reader some insight into both Batgirl and Catwoman by allowing the reader a peek at their inner thoughts. In the end, readers will be surprised to discover that Barbara Gordon has actually learned something from her encounters with Catwoman, ending the story on a positive note. Although the artwork can be a tad cartoonish at times, the writing is captivating enough that the reader chooses instead to focus on the storyline rather than the cartoons. The vampire villain in this issue is old-school generic. He moons over a nightclub singer and acts very vampirish. And the plotline, which involves the investigation of the deaths of a number of wayward young girls, is a solid, if unspectacular, piece of work that successfully brings together the title characters. I was glad the vampire wasn't some sort of supernatural character, because I felt that could have got a bit stupid. The story does do a nice job of illustrating Barbara's personality, especially as it involves her trying to get close to her adoptive father. I enjoyed the comments that she made about herself not being Batman. She learns from her mistakes, and that's why we relate to the character so much. We know she's not perfect, but we like her. As opposed to Bruce Wayne, who is perfect, Barbara seems more realistic. Perhaps that's why she's so popular. Catwoman's personality also shines in this book. Her moral ambiguity, which runs from utter self-absorption to reluctant hero, has been her most interesting feature for years. Works really well in this book. And the writer brings this out in a convincing manner. Catwoman typically double-crosses at our hero at the end, but we know she sticks to her principles and we expect this sort of thing from her. I wasn't sure about the purple Catwoman suit, though. Less interesting in this book are the bad guys, whose motives and ambitions never engage the reader to any sort of emotion. Their actions are obviously repulsive, but their personas are pretty forgettable. Not every villain can be the Joker. I also felt the villain's powers were insufficiently explained. So our villain has got some sort of magic electric powers with a pretty weak explanation. But returning to the art, I thought the characters looked expressive, the action scenes were dynamic, and it overall looked okay. It's just a bit cartoony. It's up to your certain taste, whether you'll like this or not. I also felt the Kitty character was pretty boring, but I do gather that in the second issue there is some payoff there, which I wasn't privy to. In conclusion, it's a short read, but a good one. The characterising of both women is, is very well done, and the artwork is okay. I could easily have enjoyed this story at twice the length, and wish that they had more time to play with this story, but pretty good as it is, 3 out of 5 from me. This is Unit 7, in pursuit of Catwoman and Batgirl. Oh, Daddy, if you could see your little girl now. Well, I hope you enjoyed that book. We'll be leaving Batgirl's crime-fighting career for a little bit as we return to Batman, as we haven't seen him in a solo book for a while now. The next book will be Strange Apparitions, collecting Detective Comics 469 to 479, and this finds the Dark Knight's relationship with Gotham City's government presided over by the corrupt boss Rupert Thorne at an all-time low. With little help from the GCPD, Batman faces an array of incredible foes, including Dr. Phosphorus, the Joker, Clayface Professor, Hugo Strange, and Deadshot. So look forward to Batman fighting many foes, and I'll send Janelle back over the Atlantic Ocean to Dustin and the guys. See ya. Okay, I admit it. I was just playing with you at first. But you really impressed me. We make a good team. 
Together, we could pick this town clean. Even Batman wouldn't be a match for us. And the cops are a joke, especially that senile fool, Gordon. We had a deal, remember? You lost. Give yourself up now. Okay. You win.